The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Just giving everyone a minute or two to arrive here. Really appreciate this evening sangha that gives everybody a chance to uh, spend a portion of their day or for many of us end our day with practices that lighten and broaden the heart, grow the heart to have these beautiful qualities that we can extend to ourselves and each other in this world. It's it, This practice is said to improve sleep. So I hope that's true for people here. Not during, but after. <laughs> so uh, welcome. And uh, this evening I'd like to continue what I began on Tuesday, which was reflecting a little bit on Gil Fronstall's translation of the Metta Sutta. He offered this in his book, The Issue at Hand, and I can later share a link to that book, which is offered freely on Insight Meditation Center's website and is also available for purchase during uh, from Amazon. Um, so the, the Metta Sutta, as he translated it, really broadens the definition. You know, now that I'm looking back at it, many, many years after I first saw it and memorized it, I used to, for several years, repeat it to myself every morning mentally. And it really uh, brought home these different qualities that are part of metta, part of loving kindness. And they really uh, make it apparent that it's not a one-dimensional kind of practice. It actually contains a lot of different practices. So uh, these are practices that we can cultivate during our sitting meditation, as we'll do this evening, but also in daily life. Just by reflecting on these different dimensions to begin with, and then by seeing where we might grow. So I'm going to start again by reading the Metta Sutta as Gil translates it aloud. And then we'll talk about it a little bit. To reach the state of peace, one skilled in the good should be capable and upright, straightforward and easy to speak to, gentle and not proud, contented and easily supported, living lightly and with few duties, wise and with senses calmed, not arrogant and without greed for supporters, and should not do the least thing that the wise would criticize. One should reflect, may all be happy and secure. May all beings be happy at heart. All living beings, whether weak or strong, tall, large, medium or short, tiny or big, seen or unseen, near or distant, born or to be born, may they all be happy. Let no one deceive another or despise anyone anywhere. 
Let no one, through anger or aversion, wish for others to suffer. As a mother would risk her own life to protect her child, her only child, so toward all beings should one cultivate a boundless heart. With loving kindness for the whole world should one cultivate a boundless heart. Above, below, and all around, without obstruction, without hate, and without ill will. Standing or walking, sitting or lying down, whenever one is awake, may one stay with this recollection. This is called sublime abiding here and now. One who is virtuous, endowed with vision, not taken by views, and having overcome all greed for sensual pleasure will not be reborn again. So Tuesday, I shared a few reflections on the first four lines and continuing, just reflecting on a few of these ways we might cultivate loving kindness that are suggested by this sutta. Um, it can be ways of being kinder within our own hearts to ourselves, but they're also so much about relationship. So these lines, straightforward and easy to speak to, gentle and not proud, contented and easily supported, living lightly and with few duties, wise and with senses calmed. This is really actually a lot if we could embody these virtues. Um, straightforward again, indicates a kind of honesty, not attempting any deception, not lying by omission, not exaggerating. And that certainly makes people easier to interact with, to feel trust in. Easy to speak to suggests that um, we're not reactive towards what is said and how much easier it is to talk to someone even if we have something difficult to share, if we know that they're not going to be reactive, but rather respond or take in what we have to say and then have dialogue about it. So we can see this is a much more multidimensional idea of the virtue of kindness. It's not merely being nice. Um, and it can it can develop the quality of insight. So the next phrase, gentle and not proud, uh, speaks to these underlying virtues that make straightforwardness and make a person easy to speak to. Someone who's gentle and not proud, you can imagine, isn't leading with ego identification. They're not needing to be right. They're not needing to be seen a certain way. Um, this is interacting the world from this moment, not from some identification. And it, when self-preoccupation can fall away like this, we actually can do what the next verses suggest and live more lightly. Not meaning taking things lightly, but living without such a burdensome sense of self-concern, um, 
we can actually experience more contentment and more ease when we're not self-preoccupied. We can begin to see we are actually surrounded by um, some abundance in these lives of, of the people in this Zoom room. Um, I think we have enough food, shelter, and time to engage in the Dharma. That's a lot in this world right now. The more contented we are with what we do have, whether it's, you know, we're just barely getting by or we have um, ample resources, the more contented we are with these things, the less we find we need in general. And when we need very little, we can live in a very peaceful, kind way. So this uh, this line about living with few duties is also an inspiration. I think you can imagine how if you're not overburdened with a heavy workload or too many preoccupations that leave you harried and feeling stressed, um, you can take the time to communicate in kinder ways with other people. You can even you know, participate in the, in the world in ordinary ways like driving or buying groceries, you know, your interactions at the post office with a lot less sense of uh, rush and with a lot more care for other people. So it also leaves some of these qualities that uh, I've just mentioned leave or are conducive for wisdom. You know, they're leading us in a direction uh, that we can engage in activities with wisdom and avoid activities that don't have a sense of calm to them. So with those as a few inspirations for continuing with building, you know, the fully fleshed out sense of kindness this evening, uh, let's start our meditation together, just finding, beginning by finding um, a, some time, taking some time to settle into what is supportive for you. Sometimes just taking a few longer or slower breaths, more deliberate breaths, and finding a comfortable posture that's going to sustain you this evening so that you're able to give this your full attention. Sometimes this means making some deliberate adjustments to the way you're breathing or the way you're sitting in order to support a level of energy that you might need right now. For some of us, we may need to bring just a little more energy in. And that might happen by sitting up a little straighter or, or paying close attention to the in-breath, which tends to bring energy into the system. And allowing the mind to be right here, right now. 
with the breath. For others of us, if we have a lot of activity in the system, we might want to bring a little ease by paying attention to the out-breath and releasing some of the excess energy with each out-breath. Sometimes it's possible to bring softness or ease to any area of tension or any stress in the body, in the mind, in the heart. Letting the breath be your ally. And if there's activity that's present that will not be released right now or tension that's present, it's fine simply to acknowledge it's here. Perhaps allowing it to be there in the background while bringing your attention to our meditation this evening in the foreground. Perhaps calling to mind someone who is straightforward and easy to speak to. This could be a mentor or a friend, anyone, any being who's supportive in your life, even someone you don't know that well, but in whom you observe these qualities. Maybe they're an inspiration to you. Allowing images, thoughts of this person or being to fill your mind. Perhaps appreciating the ways in which you've seen them be straightforward or be easy to speak to, easy to speak with. Noticing any feelings that arise with that. There may be a sense of inspiration or simple appreciation. If you've been on the receiving end of kind straightforwardness 
and found it easy to speak with this person, there might be some gratitude that what could have been a tough conversation ended up being doable. And seeing how these qualities that you, the person has have been supportive. You may even feel some sense of this care for this person in whatever way, intellectually or emotionally, or even in an embodied way, you can appreciate their quality of straightforwardness and being easy to speak with. Sending them kind wishes. May you be well. May you be safe and free from harm. May you be happy. May you live with ease. Sometimes as you send these kinds of wishes, additional feelings or other kinds of thoughts or images may arise, allowing all of them, just recognizing them, whether they're pleasant or challenging, continuing to bring the mind back to these qualities that you appreciate in this person, their straightforwardness, the way it's easy to speak with them, and continuing at your own pace to send these wishes. May you be well. May you be safe and free from harm. May you be happy. May you be at ease.
if, if the mind strays at all, gets distracted, gently bringing it back. And maintaining or renewing your kind wishes. Allowing the mind to summon any images or thoughts of this person or another person who is gentle and not proud, not self-preoccupied, easy to be in relationship with. Allowing any feelings of appreciation or gratitude or simple inspiration, recognition of this person, seeing them in action, thinking of them in action, in their gentleness, their kind engagement with other people that's not self-centered. And sending these same kind wishes, perhaps including any additional wishes you'd like to send. May you be well. May you be contented, happy. May you be free from all harm, inner harm and outer harm.
May you live with ease. I'm continuing to send kind wishes in silence.
And if you wish, you can turn your attention towards sending wishes to yourself for cultivation of any of these qualities that might be beneficial to you and to your relationships. Straightforwardness, easy to speak with, gentleness, non-self-preoccupation, contentment, living in an easily supported way, senses having been calmed. If any of these qualities stand out for you, you may send yourself a kind wish, like, may I be contented. May I be free of self-preoccupation. May I be straightforward. May I be easy to speak with. Whichever one or ones that speak to you, you can send yourself these wishes or you can send them to someone who, whom you care about whom you want to experience these beautiful qualities.
One of the things that I think is worth reflecting on for, you know, days, weeks, months, years about these qualities is that they are not uh, intended to be uh, weak. (laughs) So, for example, I think if you thought of an inspiring example, you might have recognized that someone who's straightforward is not harsh, but it also doesn't mean that they're a pushover. If they're easy to speak with, it doesn't mean that they're not firm when they need to be. Same with gentle. A gentle person that you admire can also deliver news in a way that people can hear it. Um, not proud doesn't mean that they don't have character strength. Contented does not mean complacent. Living lightly does not mean living without care or not engaging in this world. A person can be quite an activist and hold it in such a way that they don't burn out in doing it. So that speaks to the wisdom piece of this. So um, I hope that these are beneficial reflections to bring into awareness. And I want to now offer time that you can share a few inspirations with one another and be inspired by one another. And as we do this, as always, it's useful to just share. uh, We're going to be in small groups of three. It's useful to just share one thing at a time. And when it's your turn to listen, to listen without advice or crosstalk, simply listen from your heart to what the other person is saying and also what's coming up in you. Um, So as we do this, uh, we'll take about 10 minutes. And the idea is not to say things necessarily that you already know about yourself, but to see if what comes up that's new, what you might be so pondering or puzzling over and to see uh, what you hear that might inspire something new. So with that, we'll go into the breakout rooms. See you in 10 minutes.